Hi, everybody, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Robbins, and I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and medium. And here we discuss life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. So for those of you who listened to Jeanette Byro's podcast a while back about channeling, uh, it was amazing. And I had seen that Elise is connected to Jeanette. So I thought she would be an awesome person to have on my podcast. And uh, Elise Kathry is a certified life and wellness coach and yoga meditation instructor. She helps people go from feeling disconnected, stuck, and frustrated in life wondering things like, is this what I'm, what it's supposed to be like, to feeling excited about creating a life they are connected to. She works with you by channeling your higher self, and she integrates that into her work. Welcome, Elise, to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you all for continuing to listen to the podcast, for sharing the podcast, for following me on Instagram, for following me on YouTube and Fireside. So if you don't know what those things are, you can find me on Instagram at Dr. Amy Robbins. That is where I am most active. So if you DM me on Facebook or another platform, even though I have an account, chances are you will not hear back from me for quite some time. Also, if you want to get in touch with me, if you have a story to share, please email me at dramyrobbins at gmail.com. I want to thank anybody who has already contributed to my Patreon page. Every little bit helps me continue to make this podcast great for all of you. And I have so many so many people still on my list that I want to reach out to and continue to provide you all with great content that helps you learn and grow and that helps me learn and grow, frankly. So if you can contribute, please head over to Patreon and just put in my name and my um, Patreon page will pop up and you can donate any amount. Like I said, any little bit helps. You can also find me right now on YouTube if you want to watch my interviews. You can also find me on Fireside Live, which has been so fun. My audiences are still pretty small over on Fireside, so it really does give people the opportunity to ask questions of my guests. I have some great episodes coming up that you will want to check out. And part of how you're going to be learning about my episodes is that I am recommitting to my newsletter, which I have been remiss to be doing lately. So I apologize for those of you who are... uh, our subscribers, you have not gotten anything from me in quite some time, but that is changing. So what you can expect if you do subscribe to my newsletter is a weekly update with the show notes and transcripts from my current episode and also a little bit of a calendar as to what's to come. So you can mark your calendars for my upcoming fireside episodes that you might want to be a part of and partake in. Also, you will still be getting that soul wisdom Uh, As you all uh, have probably heard, I am going to be trying to go deeper into my own spiritual work in the next couple weeks, months ahead. And as part of that, really digging into my soul wisdom and really trying to meditate and bring whatever information comes to me in meditation to you all as well, because I believe that whatever I hear is collective for all of us to hear. So you can subscribe to that at dramyrobbins.com as well. I've got a new website coming, so lots of exciting stuff coming that I don't want anybody to miss. So here is today's episode. 
Thank you so much for being here and helping enlighten all of us to this concept. So let's start by talking about how you sort of came into this world. Yeah, so it's it's been um, an iterative journey. It's been something that has been, gosh, ongoing for a long time, as I think, you know, it is for all of us. Um, for me, I wasn't the intuitive or the medium that saw dead people in their room when they were little or like saw their grandma when they passed away. For me, it was um, it was a lot more subtle and I didn't really pick up on what was happening until much later in life. And so what would happen is when I was young, um, I there was a my, my dad was quite unwell. He had a lot of mental health issues. And um, and when I was quite young, as certain things were happening in the home, I would say things. And I very distinctly remember my mom saying like, where does that come from? Like, how are you able to know to say something like that? And I would say like exactly what they needed to hear or um, very like direct advice that was like, shouldn't be coming from a 12 year old's mouth. Um, And I was like, I don't know. I just know it. And I just say it. And that was it. Um, And so then as I went on later in life, I wasn't really connected into spirituality or energetics or anything like that. And then as I got older and I did a lot of my own healing um, through kind of younger lifetime experiences, that side of me started to open up more and more. And so what would happen is I would find myself kind of inadvertently channeling things and saying things to people um, that was very direct. And it wasn't necessarily something I thought or something that I was like, I think that they should do X, Y, and Z. So I'm going to tell them to do that. It was just kind of like, and I would say something really directly. And then they'd be like, wait, what did you say? And oftentimes I couldn't remember it because I wasn't actually conscious of what it was that I was saying. And so as time kind of evolved and working with other friends and people that I, that, you know, came into your life as they do when you're usually venturing into this world and down this path, um, I started to develop it. And then that's when it kind of opened up to seeing other spirits and seeing other energies and and having um, intuitions, intuitions and knowings. Well, and I like what you shared today, which is that it didn't start early for you. I feel like a lot, so many people feel like, oh, well, I don't have this ability or I can't tap into this ability. And what you're saying is that it was so clear, cognizant for you, Mm -hmm. which is clear, clear knowing, right? Mm -hmm. Like we just know it to be true. Mm -hmm. So I guess my question is, how do you differentiate that from just the thoughts in your head? Because I think a lot of people struggle with those two. Like, how do I know that this is coming from something greater? Mm -hmm. Does it matter? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how do you separate those? Yeah, that was a tough one for me. And I think something that caused a lot of doubt in my mind, because um, as I'm sure, and I've I've listened to your podcast as well, this balance of like, I was a very, I loved science and I loved like things that I could know for sure. And like that I could measure and that I could, you know, have certainty in. Um, And I think I would question now, like, what is even certain at all? But um, (laughs) I, I wanted things to like confirm that this wasn't just my brain saying things and, and that I was somehow, um, you know, twisting that or, or taking it in a different direction that was actually intended. So for me, um, it was a tough navigation and something that I struggled with a lot and a lot of self-doubt in the beginning. 
um, like at one point I was like, do I just think I know everything about people? And, and I was like, well, no, I, I don't feel that way. And I don't try to be that way. Um, and that was quite early on. And so for me, um, what I think overall practicing more of my spiritual practice. So making an effort to get an understanding of like spirituality as a whole and mediumship as a whole and developing my own kind of intuitive sense. Cause we all have an intuitive sense, right? So it was, it was practicing those little things, automatic writing, um, you know, playing with cards, playing with my intuition, doing those. What is automatic writing for people who might not know about it? Yeah. I love automatic writing and I still do it to this day. So for me, it's, you know, taking out your journal or a pen and paper and, um, asking yourself like a question that you have. So maybe it's like, you know, uh, what is my next step in my career? And then I write it at the top of the page and I like to take a deep breath and kind of just take a couple breaths, center myself. And then I just let the pen go. And you don't think about what you're writing. You don't stop and like change your grammar or, you know, you just let it go and you go and you go and you go automatically writing until you feel like you're finished. And usually you'll find that the writing isn't not your typical handwriting. For me, it's very scribbly and sometimes almost hard to read. Um, and it's also not written in a way that I would normally speak or write. So I speak or I write the way I speak. Um, I don't do that when I'm automatic writing. It's like accessing a completely different aspect of self, which I now know to be my higher self or my spirit self. And when you do that, do you have to be in meditation first or you can just sit and do that? I don't, I mean, I think some people like to really meditate. It would depend probably how busy your brain is. So if you're feeling really distracted or anxious, or there's a lot happening internally in your brain or in your heart or your body, um, you might want to maybe do a little bit of movement or, you know, meditate for five, 10 minutes or take a couple really deep breaths to kind of center yourself, but I don't think it really needs to be qualified with anything. And I think what you're drawn to um, as an individual is going to be different for everybody and just to trust that and go with it. And as you do it more, you'll start to figure out the difference between what's just coming through because oftentimes you'll write things and be like, oh, that was interesting. Why did I, I didn't think I would write that. But then sometimes you'll start to feel your brain kick in and you'll start to see the way that the, the writing changes. And then that's kind of a clear sign of, okay, my brain's kicking into it. Maybe I need to just pause for a minute, recenter, and then continue on. Um, Do you but there's separate no right or wrong high... Way. Pardon me? I was just going to say there's no right or wrong way. Oh. It's kind of playing with it and it'll be different for everybody. Do you separate higher self from like spirit guides or loved ones? Yeah, so I would say the the higher self is your spiritual self. It is the consciousness that is driving the meat suit that is your body. Um, and then, I mean, you know, many would say, and I would agree that we're all kind of connected and, and one anyways. So it's, you know, um, potato, potato, I guess. But, um, for me, the, the high self or the spirit self is that consciousness that lives within you that is here on this planet to learn things and experience things and be in relationship with people. Whereas guides, loved ones are, you know, guides are people probably that are spirits and energies that weren't necessarily incarnated with you, but spend time with you from those other realms or other dimensions to support you and your journeys. And then obviously loved ones being, you know, those who have passed or maybe soul family, things like that. So does that come through differently? Like does, it does the vibration feel different? And what does that feel like then? It, it does. So for me, when it's somebody's 
um, or my own uh, higher self. Um, it comes through either in my voice or in their voice. Um, and I don't see them. Um, whereas in, if it's a loved one or a guide, they will, I I don't see physically, but I see in my mind's eye. So, you know, if it's say your dad that has passed away, he will come through and show himself in my mind. He will talk in his mannerisms and in his tone of voice, um, and tell me things specifically about you and your relationship and, and any guidance that they might have. Whereas spirit self and higher self comes through as, like I said, either my voice or their voice. Um, it's often very direct and it's speaking in terms of like, like as if you're kind of having a conversation with yourself of like, should I do this? Yeah, you need to do the thing. Well, what about this? Okay, well, you know that you need to do X, Y, and Z. So it's kind of like more conversational and direct versus loved ones will just kind of sometimes say what they want to say, maybe give guidance, maybe give clarifiers of like confirmations of who they are. Um, so it, it's kind of a different experience altogether. Yeah, I, I love this. I did um, I did this the other day for myself because I felt like I was sort of getting... I I often, maybe you experience this or maybe not so much anymore. Sometimes I feel like I'm finding myself more disconnected if I haven't had the opportunity to meditate and really sit with myself. And then I'm like, oh my God, I'm losing it. I'm losing my ability to connect. And so I sort of freak out a little bit. And then mm-hmm. I sat last week and I sat for a really long time. And then I said, okay, just start. I, I was typing and I just said, just start typing. Don't even look, just like go with wherever your hands are going. And the stuff that, that what came out was mind blowing. Like it would have never, ever, ever come out of my mouth. And I was like, this is amazing, amazing message, an amazing message, which if you subscribe to my newsletter, it will be shared shortly. Oh, beautiful. I've been very remiss with my newsletter, but um, <laughs> you, it's just, it was amazing. And I was like, oh my God, okay, now there's no way this is me. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I do feel like my mind is just kind of getting in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, I feel, um, I feel like that's a lot of people right now, especially with just everything that's going on in the world. Um, even where I live in Canada, you know, COVID has made a grand resurgence here. And so, you know, it's things are really tumultuous. And, but I mean, I think things are happening for people all over the world right now, as we see. And um, sometimes I get the understanding that, and, and I actually just recently experienced this, where they almost will kind of purposefully disconnect us. Um, as a way to just be or to just like not get too wrapped up in the energies of things. And so, for instance, I was on vacation uh, early September for a few weeks, first vacation I've had in almost two years or a little over two years. And um, we were in nature and by the ocean and it was just incredible. And I thought like, oh, I'm going to have so many amazing spiritual downloads and all this stuff and da, da, da. And um, I had a couple like very beautiful and intense energetic and spiritual experiences, but for the majority of the two weeks, I was pretty just like in life experiencing what I was experiencing and, and I wasn't really getting a whole lot. And I kind of thought, huh, I wonder why that is. And, you know, the understandings that I had was like, we just wanted you to be present because sometimes I think we get so like amazed and enamored by 
the incredible ways in which we can connect into things that were, I think, as a society just starting to like really be open to and understand that we like want it all, but that we forget to kind of stop and like be in the beauty of life, especially when it's been really hard, I think, for a lot of us to see that beauty. Uh, It's still there. It's just it's kind of clouded at times. Well, and you could argue that that also is like a transcendent spiritual experience, right? Just like being in nature, being near water, being near trees, all of those things is its own spiritual experience to connecting to something greater than yourself. And I think we, to your point, this ability to connect to your higher self or guides or whatever has definitely become in vogue, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's so important that we stay present and grounded in this reality as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And and even on the kind of en vogue note, I, I agree. And one thing that I've really been um, wanting to and, and bringing up a lot in my conversations is clarify that I think sometimes we think that the higher self is like better than or we can kind of use that language. And to me, it's not really like that because sure, there might be a different level of consciousness, different levels of understandings that as like our human brains, we can't necessarily comprehend all of it. And we definitely can't comprehend all of it. Um, I think that, you know, we sometimes forget that our spirit, our soul comes down to this earth to learn lessons. So that in and of itself tells you that if there's lessons to learn, it's not perfect, right? It's not a complete thing. And so sometimes we talk about our higher self as if it's better than, And to me, it's like another perspective and driving our human experience. And it's like this other side of us that's like, hey, don't forget that you're actually meant to learn X, Y, and Z from this person. So rather than shutting yourself off from that relationship or whatever, open up to it and maybe explore what it might be. Um, They can give guidance and different perspective, but it's not like they're better than or no more than us. I think it's just a different perspective of the reality and the experience that we're having. Um, That's a really excellent point mm -hmm. for people to hear. So when you're working, how do you know that you're tapping into someone's higher self? And what does that work look like exactly? So for me, their higher self usually tends to come in first. Lots of folks want to talk with their loved ones and, and that sort of thing. And we can certainly tap into that. There's other mediums that like that is their focus, right? Is like talking to their deceased loved ones. Um, And like I said, they do come through, but usually first and foremost, the higher self is the first one to come through in a reading. And they're like, I need to tell you what you need to know. Let me tell you the things that you want to hear or not want to hear necessarily, but that you're at, you need need guidance on. Yeah. Um, And they'll usually come in first and foremost and the loudest. And it's kind of this talking in my ear, like, immediately to tuning into the person. Um, And again, it's that sense of my brain isn't thinking it because especially if it's somebody I don't know, like I know nothing about your life. So the things that are coming in immediately, either in my voice or theirs, I know now through a lot of practice and kind of testing and, and getting the understandings of what's happening, that that's the guidance from their higher self guides that come through and loved ones that come through feel removed. It feels like I'm in conversation with someone versus like somebody directly downloading information into my brain. Mm -hmm. Um, When I'm tapping in with somebody's loved ones, 
I often can remember it better or even guides. I can often remember it better because it's like, I'm trying to interpret what they're saying and I'm trying to listen to them. And like I said, I'm in conversation with them. Whereas when it's a higher self, it comes so quickly through my brain and out of my mouth that I can't necessarily, it's like, I'm not thinking it and I'm not conscious of it. So then sometimes, you know, if somebody was to come back to me a couple hours later and be like, what is, what was that? What did they say about X, Y, and Z? I don't necessarily remember. I might remember snippets and I would have to kind of go back and ask again what that was about because it's like my brain doesn't process it. Mm. Um, it just comes in and out <laughs> and away we go. And so, and so when you go back and ask, you get the same answer? Um, usually that hasn't happened a whole lot because usually people are like wanting <laughs> to write notes and things like that. But what I'll often do for my own higher self, because they will do that sometimes, they'll give me some information um, or my higher self will give me some information while I'm not prepared for it. And then I'm like, wait, what was that? And I'll forget. And so then I have to go back and say, okay, I need you to remind me what that was. Cause I have no recollection. And then they'll pop through again and, and repeat it to me. And then I'm like, Oh, that's right. Okay. So I try and usually either put it in my phone or send it to somebody or just so that then I've actually written it out and processed it. And then it stays in my brain a little bit more. So how does this look in your work? Like when someone comes to you, they're yeah. coming to you because they're stuck with a relationship, let's say. Mm -hmm. So it so if I'm just doing like your kind of traditional one hour reading, um, you know, it's I would connect into their energy and it would look very similar to uh, any reading that you would have with a medium where they might have questions prepared and things like that. So that's always something that I can do. When I'm working from more of a coaching perspective with people, um, one of the things that I my work has really guided me towards is the idea of mind-body connection because my guides and my higher self really pushed me into this journey of experiencing life, learning lessons, and not bypassing with spirituality, but like integrating it into your life from a mind-body-spirit perspective. Um, Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah. So, yeah. So for me, um, sometimes I think what can happen is that we really default to as, um, you know, people who might be into energy work or spirituality, we can see the good in everything and light and love and like think positive thoughts and, you know, manifest things and all that sort of thing. That's great. We're still human beings with brains and bodies and nervous systems and trauma and families. And, and it's all so, um, it, it's, they're both one in the same because they're so connected and, and influence each other. But sometimes we kind of exist only in the spiritual world or only in the very human 3D world. And I want to merge them. So for me, what that looks like is, yeah, I know. And that's beautiful. And that's why I, I, I loved your podcast. And when Jeanette was on, I was like, oh, this is amazing because you don't hear or see a lot about all that. It's kind of one or the other and they're at odds, which doesn't have to be that way. Um, so for me, it's about, you know, connecting in with your body because your body has wisdom and consciousness too. So connecting in your body, into your body through breath work, through movement and, and yoga and, and any sort of movement, really, it doesn't have to be specific, um, connecting in with your spirit. And then also doing that kind of mental work where you're looking at what's blocking you and what belief systems do I have that, my brain is telling me, ah, no, don't do that thing because it's scary. But my spirit self is saying, no, do the thing. This is where you're meant to go. If you don't address the blocks and the mental fears, it's going to be really hard to 
go down the path that you're maybe being guided towards and it, or you might not do it at all. So for me, from a coaching perspective, when I'm working with somebody longer term, I'm supporting them in reconnecting with their bodies. Uh, I'm supporting them in identifying like where it is that they want to go. What's kind of mentally blocking me from doing that? What are my fears? What's, you know, the things that are holding me back from that? And then working with their higher self and their um, intuitive side to both reconnect them to their own intuition, because we all have that ability, um, and using that guidance from the higher self to kind of dictate the most supportive way moving forward um, based on what their goals are. That makes sense? So does the higher self help to dictate that or does the human mind help to dictate that or do you not really separate the two? Um, I think it's both. And I think it depends on the person. So for someone who's maybe really connected to their spiritual self, they might actually have a really good idea of like intuitively that connection with their higher self where they want to go, but they're not aware of the mental blocks that they have that are preventing them from doing that. So then we might focus more on that for somebody who's, you know, has a strategy and knows what they want to do and where they're going, but they're feeling the lack of inspiration or they're not, feeling aligned or they're not feeling connected to something more than themselves, we might default more to like, okay, spirit, what is it that this person needs to do in this realm um, to support themselves more and to connect more with you? Or it'll be a blend of, of both. So it's really dependent on each person and where they're at and kind of if they fall into one category more than the other. Does the higher self ever lead you wrong? <sighs> I don't think the higher self leads us wrong, similar to that I would say, you know, with the caveat of like extreme situations, like taking someone else's life or, you know, something really awful and traumatic. Um, I don't know that we necessarily have to classify things as wrong because I think, and I, I think what we're learning as society right now is there is an infinite amount of potential outcomes in this experience of life, right? You know, we, it's like a choose your own adventure and what the end game looks like is going to be so different for everybody. And that can in and of itself change. And so for me, I always trust that higher self. Does my like brain and life uh, and experiences and beliefs sometimes question like, are you sure that's the right move? Like that feels, I don't know. Um, but what I think is that if you take a road that the higher self has led you on and it feels like, was this the right move? Like, it feels like things got worse rather than better. Or like I got into this relationship with somebody, but it was like really, really hard and they were really kind of awful to me. Um, a, we have to remember that everybody's free will can play in to choices, right? So we have choices. People in our life have choices. That's going to change the way we, you know, might uh, experience a situation going forward. Um, and everything around us is kind of constantly rearranging based on our choices and the choices of everybody else and what's happening. So a higher self might lead us down a path that's like, we kind of look around and be like, what the heck, this doesn't feel like it was a great outcome. Did I, did they lead me down the wrong road? And there's an infinite number of reasons why that might be the case. But I think what we can remember is that if we find ourselves in that spot, perhaps it was for a uh, an opportunity to learn something. Um, 
because I don't want us, I don't say everything happens for a reason because I think there are things in this world that we cannot say, you know, you signed up to experience that thing. And whether it's true or not, I think that can be really harmful for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm of the of the understanding that like if those challenging things do happen, it's not necessarily for a reason because someone else's free will and terrible choice might be the reason. And we always have the opportunity to learn and grow from the things that happen to us. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think it's so important for people to hear because I think when when we say that everything happens for a reason, that can feel really, for people who have experienced significant trauma or loss, mm-hmm. it feels like, why would that, why would that be? And I mm-hmm. also find, you know, when, when I've talked with people in the past about soul contracts, you know, that's a very, it, you could, you could agree with that thinking. And if you're in the midst of something excruciatingly painful, I think that leaves you feeling like, why would I have negotiated this concept? Like, why would I have wanted this to happen? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent agree. So if people are interested, we're going to open it up for questions in just a minute. But if people are interested, Elise, where can they find you and learn more about your work and um, what you offer and all the good stuff? Mm-hmm. So you can find me on Instagram, just Elise Cathry. Uh, I have to admit, I haven't been super great on there with posting things, but I'm going to try and get better. Um, yeah, I say the same thing. <laughs> I know. And then it's like, it's not going to happen. So don't right. you know, hang your hat on that. Right. Um, but I, I, you know, I do try and uh, be on there and I do try and interact a lot. So you can always uh, connect with me on there. Um, I do have a website as well that focuses a little bit more on the coaching aspects of things. Um, but you can always get in contact with me through there. And it's kathrycoachingandwellness.com. Uh, um, so just my last name and then coaching and wellness. Uh, so I can be, uh, contacted on there as well. And I don't really do a whole lot on Facebook. So mostly Instagram and my website are the best ways to contact me. And I'm always happy to chat if anybody's interested in a specific reading, um, or doing some coaching or yoga. Well, and we are live on Fireside. So if anybody wants to come on, on stage and ask any questions of Elise or me, but usually it's my guest, uh, now is your chance. Um, you have her. So I encourage you to, to take advantage of this opportunity to, to just chat if you if there's anything you want to know. Usually it takes like a few seconds if people mm-hmm. want to hop on stage. Does not seem I'm going to turn on, I'm going to turn on the sound effects though because those are fun to hear at the end. <laughs> um, it does not seem like anybody has any questions or anything okay. for today. So, yeah. Elise, thank you so much for your time and for sharing this wisdom and helping us each find small ways we might be able to connect with our higher selves every day. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And uh, if you know people think of questions after the fact, feel free to connect with me and I'm happy to, to chit-chat. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? wondering what comes next and what it all means, head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between.